It is 6.31 here at 88.5 FM WVOF in Fairfield, Connecticut. Joe Kelly with the Upper Room till 10 o'clock this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. And uh, we are going to introduce once again to our airwaves a very esteemed handicapper and knowledgeable expert on horse racing and handicapping, uh, Bill Kelly, who is also my dad. And, you know, we we, we found out tonight he's actually uh, in Pittsburgh suiting up for the Mets tonight. <laughs> We're going to need you out there. I'm playing short field. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the lineup here, and Pagan's on the disabled list. And what did, wow. did they did he go on the? Yeah, 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 they just put him on the uh, the DL. Beltran's not playing tonight, so the the lineup flashed up real quick. I wasn't able to catch it, but wow. <laughs> and they're still. Well, they must have activated Cora then, huh? Oh, that, that's right. He he's back and he, yeah. he postponed the surgery, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he's back. Uh, he was supposed to be back tonight, so I assume that they put him on in place of uh, Pagan. Right, okay. So uh, Cora and Reyes, who knows if he's coming back uh, anytime soon, but he's going for a rehab stint. Yeah, he's going to be back on Friday. Right. Yeah. So so the the, the two uh, parts of the Triple Crown have already been raced, and mm. uh, what would you think of the Preakness with uh, Rachel Alexander and, and Mind That Bird and well, I think, uh, I mean, it was obvious that uh, the Philly ran fantastic. I mean, she, she took all the heat and, and, and kept on running. Uh, I, I, I mean, frankly, I was ex- I was totally surprised by uh, the run of mine that bird. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, he got he got a little interference at the top of the lane uh, where he had to, you know, uh, check a little bit, and uh, I'm not sure that. Uh, he would have won the race, but he certainly would have made it a little closer than the actual final distance was. Um, I, and I mean, you look at his dosage figure and his background, etc. The horse shouldn't be going that far. <laughs> I mean, it can't be done, and yet he does it. So, uh, to me, there are a couple of things about the Belmont that are that are interesting when you look at it. You know, when you most times you would think that a, a long race like a mile and a half would be dictated by horses that come from off the pace. Well, mm-hmm. in point of fact, it's, it's, uh, it really is not. It's either horses that are you know, no more than three or four lengths off the pace at the first call, which is the half-mile mark. And um, so that you have to have somewhat early speed. Um, and it, it's really a galloper's race. The other, the other astounding uh, uh, figure in the last twenty-nine races of the Belmont, the winner, only thirteen of those winners actually ran in either the Kentucky Derby or the Preakness. In oh, other wow. words, a yeah. fresh horse has won more often than the horses that competed in the Triple Crown. Um, and that. Uh, that is even more astounding because most of the horses that uh, that are going like going into this race that haven't raced in the Kentucky Derby or the Preakness have never gone beyond a mile and an eighth, mm-hmm. and yet more often than not they're winning a mile and a half. Uh, so I, I I guess it comes down to breeding. I mean, really, is a horse bred to go that length? You know the 
test of champions, um, which seems to be a a uh, part of the breeding sector that uh, we've forgotten for the last 10 or 15 years. Yeah, that's right. You know, people have just uh, totally ignored the longer races. Just, I guess there's not as much money in it. Well, well last year, uh, Deterra took everybody by surprise. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, what do you think it was the, the, the pace on that? Well, yeah, believe it or not, his, his pace was, uh, he ran 48-2 and 112-8, and, uh, and eight, which is about average. In other words, the average over the last eight runnings of the, of the Belmont are, are 48 and 4 and 112 and 7. So, uh, I mean, it's basically not a fast, uh, you know, fast run race. Mm-hmm. Um, the fastest, you know, it's interesting because the, when, when you look at the, the times of the, the leading horse, over the last eight years, the one closer that won was Jazzle. And in that race, the, the, the half-mile time was 47-2, and two, which is uh, almost uh, seven lengths faster than the average run on the, the remaining seven. So uh, you could almost say that a deep closer only has a chance if the, if there's a, a horse in there that's going to set a, a reasonable pace, which you know obviously 47.2 would be a reasonable pace. Um, other than that, uh, I mean, it looks to me, to me, it, there, I mean, it comes down to really two horses. I think that uh, Cheryl Mann should be the favorite, and um, uh, from its uh, from its breeding aspect and everything else it it uh, you know it's a horse for course he's run twice at belmont and won both times uh won won very easily i guess both times and uh, according to his breeding should get a mile and a half should be able to set the pace or be right on it and take advantage of it do you, do you put much stock into uh horses coming out of the race the the peter pan i, I guess the horse fizzled in the met mile uh, I, the name's escaping me. Oh, uh, Imperial Council. Right, yeah. right. Do you put much stock into those kind of things? Uh, well, I, it's something to keep in mind. I, 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 I think that uh, um, I, I think the ease that if you watch that race in particular, I remember seeing it. I mean, Cheryl Maman ran a very decent race. Uh, didn't you know? He, about the half mile pole, he just took off, and nobody even challenged him. So uh, he, you know, he the close. I've forgotten what the closing margin was, but it was in the last few stages of the race. He was kind of geared down and just coasted home. Uh, I think he's probably deserves to be favored. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other horse, I think that will take a lot of action and be a. a you know, is Dunkirk, who is, again, well-bred, you know, paid a lot of money for him, uh, didn't run a step in the Kentucky Derby. Uh, his, he, he, he's a horse that seems to, uh, he's not necessarily, when at the half-mile pole, he seems to be, 
to the back end of the, the horses, but he makes a big move uh, in the middle parts of the race and should get himself into striking range uh, at the top of the straight. And then it's just a matter of who, you know, who's got the most right. left. Yeah, and uh, we're talking right now with Bill Kelly, who's also my dad, and uh, out in Las Vegas, and and uh, notable handicapper has joined us throughout the Triple Crown series, and we got to have you back for Saratoga too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> After those great picks I gave you for the Kentucky Derby and the Preakness, I wonder <laughs> you even want me back. <laughs> no, this this is a true story. The only person that I know who actually has made a profit on both races is the station manager. To here at WVOF, and he made it on a thirty-second. I, I gave him the the bris uh, printouts. He oh, walked yeah. in. I said, "Hey, are you going to play the the derby?" And he just went through it thirty seconds. He goes, "I'm going to the ATM." Gave me the money to place the bet, and and he had Musket Man uh, both races for third, and he said he made forty dollars on each race. So, oh, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I I uh, actually uh, did okay on the. Because I, although I said uh, I wouldn't bet uh, Rachel Alexander, I actually put her in uh, with a double in the in the race previous, and uh, that uh, oh, that paid good, yeah, yeah, that paid all right. So right, uh, but um, so the- I, I, again, I, I think that the surprising part of that race, and and really, you don't know what to do about to mine that bird. I. I, I Here's a horse, Joe. When you when you look at it in the Kentucky Derby, he, he was a horse that should be running in mid pack. Mm-hmm. I mean, or closer to the pace. All his races before that had been that way. He got squeezed uh, very badly and ended up last, and then ran up the 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 the, uh, the rail. All the way until the top of the of the, the stretch where he had to go around one horse. All day, all day, every race prior to that, the horses that stayed on the rail were successful. So he had the dream trip, and he blows by all the horses. So you say, well, you know, you, and plus he obviously liked the track, which was, you know, muddy or whatever at, the, at that uh, for the Derby. Right. Preakness was dry going to be nowhere. He comes dead last and, and almost makes an impression and almost wins. Right? So you, you say to yourself, well, what is he going to do in this race? You know, I, I still think he's a play against only from the standpoint of his, of his breeding. I, I don't see how he can get a mile and a half. Of course, I didn't see he could get a mile and a quarter either. So, <laughs> so, so, this, Who knows? so this is a rare uh, try at the uh, triple crown, winning all three races aboard two different horses, Calvin Brell. Do you think there's a lot of pressure for him or not as I, much as... I don't know. That, that's more media talk, I think, than anything. I think his problem is going to be um, how this race sets up. It, it sets up for a very slow pace because there's no speed horse in the race. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no need to lead type in the race. The two horses that should be on the lead are Travel Man and um, Miner's Escape. Neither one of them are true, confirmed, need the lead types. Mm-hmm. So the pace should be somewhere between 
which is, for this class of horses, is galloping, you know. Um, it's going to be a slow pace. I think Miner's bird, uh, Mine That Bird has tactical speed, which he hasn't shown, had to show in the last, the Triple Crown, because they've been holding him back. But if you look at his past performances, he's always been relatively close to the pace. It'll be interesting to see what Burrell does. Um, I mean, Burrell himself hasn't really been that successful in, in New York. Um, you know, I think he was on, wasn't he on Street Sense? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, that uh, he didn't do anything. And, right. Uh, um, so, I, I mean, no, I'm not blaming the jockey. I, I think at this race is going to be won by a horse that can actually get the distance. And... Uh, when you look at dosage, I mean, the horse, there are two long shots, I would think, that uh, to look at as far as hitting the board. Uh, one is Miner's Escape, which should be close to the pace. has got a decent uh, uh, dosage figure. And, um, you know, there's an AP Indy with a, a Razor Native on the bottom side, I think uh, should get the distance. Um, I'm not. I don't think he could win, but I think he could hit the board. Mm-hmm. The other one's Flying Private, who, who has uh, ran a credible fourth in the in the in the Preakness, and um, his his uh, he seems to be a horse that uh, uh, is on the improve and could have, be a factor, maybe along the lines of the, of the uh, uh, Musket Man, you know. All right. Yeah, why why isn't Muscat Man running in this one? I think he's just worn out. Right. They, they, uh, and plus, his dosage doesn't say uh, a mile and a half is his best distance. You know? mm-hmm. um, other than that, I mean, when you look at, I don't, I think Chocolate Candy is a is an interesting horse, but uh, um, and he's certainly got the dosage to do it. But you have to question that the horse hasn't done really anything on dirt, so. Uh, you have to throw him out. The uh, you know Love Gov is a, a maiden winner, and that's it. I would not much confidence there. And Summer Bird and uh, Mister Hot Stuff uh, to me uh, are also rants. Right, not, right. Uh, Brave Victory uh, is the dosis says he can't get a mile and a half, um, and. You know, he he ran third to Charitable Man, so, uh, you know, and was uh, way off the, I mean, he he was uh, seven points slower in the Brisk rating, so I wouldn't say he's anything to, to risk your money on. So I think it comes down to Charitable Man and Dunkirk as your two win candidates with uh, Miner's Escape and Flying Private and probably mine that bird underneath somewhere. So, so uh, mine that bird. Do you see going as the favorite? Uh, I would think, from a sentiment standpoint, he'll get a lot of money if he right. goes favorite. I'd, I'd put a lot of money on Charitable Man. I think right. Charitable Man is the is the winner here. His running style is perfect for this race. So, so whatever's left in people's uh, retirement accounts, get some of that out for Saturday. Yeah, yeah. You know, on top of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, this is the hundred. Uh, 41st running of the Belmont Stakes, and 
Do you, do you recall how many you've been to in person? In person? I've been to one in person. Actually, in person, I've only been to one. I think I've, I've been served. to. I think I've been to three. But the, I was I was there with you the first one. It has to be because I, I went with you. And, yeah, and that was, was, uh, it, was uh, it was a Lucas horse that won, right? It was, uh, yeah, I'm not sure who won that that day, but uh, uh, it was. Uh, oh, I, I'm drawing a blank on the name. Yeah, uh, I, I I remember Treasure, right? Uh, what was the name? Something Treasure. Um, wasn't it the horse that uh, ran down his son? Oh yeah, yeah, Jeff, his son Jeff, yeah. I think. Yeah, uh, in a in a horrible accident, but. The, he was trying to stop him and ran him over. And right. I think that was a horse. Uh, and I, I'm, I'll remember it, of course, when I hang up. But uh, yeah, and I, I, I'm, I remember that day because the race after was actually the first winner I ever had in a race. Mister Tyler in, in the race where everybody's trying to make the money back they lost in, the, in the Belmont. And I, I won the next race, so that was, that's all I can remember. Right. <laughs> I, I, it was a, it was a. A memorable day. I, the thing that that I remember about it was that uh, I mean the crowd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just it was it was just filled with people. I mean, you know, and Belmont is such a big area anyway, and the, even the backside by the by the paddock was was you know armpit to armpit. Now I'm looking at the previous winners. I've got I've got the list here of the Derby. I mean the Belmont Stakes. Uh, let's see. I'm going back. You, you think it's a Lucas Horse? '94 was Tabasco Cat. That's it, right there. Okay, Tabasco there it is. Cat. Yeah, '94 Tabasco yeah. Cat. Pat Day on on that horse. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be packed packed again, and uh, yeah, it should be. Hopefully, it'll be a nice day, and uh, you know, I mean. Uh, there have been a couple in the last few that uh, just rained all day. Uh, I remember when the sun uh, was a sunny side had the, you know, came had the shot at the triple crown and the, the weather was just atrocious. Right, right. And uh, there was another one that was uh, it rained a lot. Um, so hopefully they get nice weather and uh, you know and every horse has a legitimate shot at. Uh, doing it you know now you're a west coast guy now and uh the state of race in southern california uh is it in big trouble big trouble oh yeah uh, what, what are the main reasons uh well uh probably greed is one uh hollywood park looks like uh it'll be gone uh, totally uh within the next uh certainly within when we're sitting there talking to, uh, to a year from now, it'll be closed, you know. Right. Uh, for real estate, they're they're in the process of uh, of you know uh, Maga is under uh, bankruptcy and they're selling off Santa Anita. Although I think Santa Anita will remain a a racetrack. Del Mar is under the the gavel right now, as at least from the governor's standpoint, that they're selling off the. Uh, um, the uh, the complex is a is a state park. Okay. And they rent it, but I think it, it, Del Mar will remain. It's just, uh, and of course, Cal- uh, Northern California has already lost Bell, uh, Bay Meadows. Right, right. And they're down to one track, or and plus the the other small little tracks they use for uh, the summer. You know. Right. Uh, but. I, I mean, like anything, it, it, 
big problem here is is uh, taxes are high in California, mm-hmm. and people have other options. I mean, you know, uh, why why are states like uh, West Virginia, New Mexico, uh, uh, where there have a lot of casinos, etc., right on the property? And why are they getting? I mean, the horses are cheap, but they get full fields. You go to California, and you know, a big field is seven horses. Or right. That's uh, that, uh, and they keep saying it's horse population. Well, I don't. I'm not so sure. It's actually horse population, where uh, uh, the the there's no reason to run the horses. <laughs> right. You know, so. Yeah. So. So. Hopefully, better times are ahead, but it, it doesn't look too promising. No, it doesn't look promising. Right. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that doesn't look promising for anything in California right now. Yeah. I would, uh, I would uh, think that they're in, they're in have major, major problems. Yeah, Connecticut, too. I mean, I, I look, uh, I was reading some, I don't know if it was Forbes or Fortune magazine, said, you know, future job growth, Connecticut was in the bottom five. So, mm. and, and you grew up here, you know, so... It's still nice, but some some nice states having some trouble. Yeah, all, all of the Northeast is having trouble. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, uh, until we get a to a I mean, to our senses and start spending what we make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the whole nation's in trouble. So. Right. So, so want to thank you, Dad, Bill well, Kelly, for sure. coming by the the third analysis of the Triple Crown, the Belmont Stakes. The 141st edition to be run this Saturday. Belmont, get out to the park early. You can picnic. Yes, and, get there uh, early. Yeah. And uh, I've been there when it's been hot, and I've also been there when it's 50 degrees. So uh, be prepared and be prepared to have some people around you. It's a great time, though. Yeah. I really enjoy it. And, and I think they're running extra trains out there, the LIRR and some special services. So uh, you can get in and get out. Hopefully, uh, better like that. So we'll, we'll we'll let you get suited up for a game time at seven out in Pittsburgh. That's right. I got to warm up the arm. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> didn't didn't you have a rotator cuff problem? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Believe me, if I make the team, I I would be betting on the other side right away. <laughs> <laughs> well, they got got Levon pitching tonight. His yeah, birth certificate says thirty four, but we we'll need more fielders. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so to to recap, uh, you're two two on top, uh, charitable man and and Dunkirk. You said right. Yeah, those two. I I think those are either one of those can uh, can win this race. I I think I'm very. I mean, they both be one of the favorites, if not the favorite. And and, and underneath, I believe you had uh, Miner's Escape. Right. Private uh, flying private. Mm-hmm. And uh, my Natberg, you still got to give him. Uh, some respect. I mean, really, uh, looking at the dosage, uh, I don't see how he can do it, but uh, he could, he's done it so far. So, uh, I mean, when you look at the at the race, he's the only one that's actually done a decent job and at a mile and a quarter. So, so should be somewhere in the mix. He has to be in the right, mix somewhere. right. So, so want to thank you once again taking time out, and uh, we'll we'll have you come back if you if you'd like around Saratoga and. Del Mar season and give us your wisdom. Yeah, yeah, always a great time. Harvey for... Pack and I. That's yeah. Harvey's still around, right? He's still. Oh yeah. Yeah. He still does. Uh, 
He still does the uh, shows uh, from... Uh, Cyros or Cyros. Yeah, Cyros. Yeah. yeah, when I went to Saratoga, I was walking in through the gate, and he was there. I just said briefly hello to him. So, you know. hey, didn't you, you, you beat him in, a, in a, a contest one time, didn't you? I did. Didn't you? Didn't you do? You were was over at uh, New Haven or Bridgeport where they had. Uh, it was a day's contest, and you. you Possibly, I, Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't remember winning anything like that, but maybe maybe I did better than his picks. <laughs> that were maybe. Not, not on that day. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I'm not sure you won anything. But no, I don't think I won. I would have remembered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 